You're listening to a Mango Languages podcast. Bonjour, aloha. Welcome back to Adventures in Language. I'm your guide, Caitlin. In this series, we talk about the science behind second language learning. We'll cover what we know about how people learn languages and what we don't know. If you're listening right now, you probably want to learn more about language learning. Maybe you're a language teacher looking for ways to better understand why your students are struggling or a language learner who wants to know how your brain manages multiple languages or just someone who can't get enough of languages and linguistics. I get it. I am or have at one point been all of those things. So if you are too, this series is for you. In this episode, we're going to cover the basics. What is second language acquisition and why does it matter? So before we get started, let me give you a little background on who I am. My name's Caitlin Tagarelli, and I'm a linguist and head of research at Mango Languages. I have a PhD in linguistics, and I've spent the past decade or so researching how the mind and brain learn languages. I also have lots of practical experience learning and teaching languages, both in the U.S. and abroad. So I'm really excited to chat with all of you about how people learn languages. Languages are incredibly complex. So let's just think about this for a minute. What are you learning when you learn a new language? So you're learning thousands of words rules for how to put those words together, a new sound system, idioms, information about when it's appropriate to say what, cultural competence. It's really a lot. And we know that people all over the world learn languages every day for many different reasons in many different contexts and with a very wide range of success, right? We probably all have that one friend who seems to pick up new languages effortlessly, yet many of us still struggle to get past basic vocabulary and greetings. So to understand more about how people learn languages, we can turn to second language acquisition. And so that brings us to our first question. What is second language acquisition? So let's start with a short answer. Linguistics is the scientific study of language. Second language acquisition, or SLA, if you want to sound like you're in the know, is the subfield of linguistics that focuses on the learning and teaching of second languages. Now, that second language part can be a little misleading because actually SLA involves the study of any language learned after your first language. So that could be your second language, but it could also be your third, fourth, fifth, 15th, and so on. A first language, on the other hand, is learned in the first few years of life. So first language learning does not actually fall under the umbrella of SLA. First language acquisition, also called child language acquisition, is a totally distinct field of study. Now, of course, there's a lot of overlap there, and we'll talk more about the similarities and differences between first and second language acquisition in an upcoming episode. But for now, let's just stick to SLA. So serious efforts to study second language learning emerged around the mid-1900s, and this is when researchers were starting to look at how insights from psychology, theoretical linguistics, and first language acquisition could inform our understanding of how adults learn additional languages and how this could apply to language teaching. By around the 1980s, SLA was really being established as a field of study in its own right. And this is when early and influential theories about second language learning really started to take hold. So these early theories considered questions like, are humans born with knowledge of grammatical rules? And can they access these rules when they learn a second language? How does your first language help or maybe even hurt when you learn a second language? What makes face-to-face -face conversations so valuable for language learning? And why are some learners able to recite grammar rules, but when it comes to speaking a second language, they still make mistakes? These early theories really paved the way for an explosion of research 
that has really flourished to this day. And it intersects with a wide range of scientific fields that include sociology, anthropology, cognitive science, neuroscience, education, and, and others. So today, there are many academic journals that specifically focus on SLA and millions of books and academic articles that have been written on the subject. And SLA even has its own subfields. Generally, these subfields are divided into two main strands. So we have an applied strand that focuses on how to make language learning and teaching more effective and a more pure research strand that focuses on understanding this human ability to learn new languages. All right, so at the beginning of this episode, I told you that we'd cover what second language acquisition is and why it matters. Well, we've defined SLA. Remember, it's the field of study concerned with the learning and teaching of second and subsequent languages. So now it's time to explore that second part, why it matters. So it turns out that understanding second language learning has a whole bunch of real-world implications. For now, let's just focus on five main examples. Number one, so this first one may sound obvious, but SLA is important for education. Teaching programs, textbooks, curriculum designs, and even the activities in your language classrooms are often informed by SLA research. And even beyond the classroom, people learn languages at all ages in a variety of contexts for a number of different reasons, and they all come at it with different strengths and weaknesses. SLA research seeks to understand how all of these different factors, among others, influence language learning. Number two, SLA is important for public policy. In many countries, immigrants make up a large number of second language learners. SLA research can inform policies about how and when to educate these newcomers in the local language while still maintaining their home languages. Number three, SLA is important for national security and diplomacy. The Department of Defense is actually one of the biggest funders of SLA research. And this makes sense. They need to identify talented language learners who can quickly learn to communicate with the diplomats and locals all over the world. And, you know, they're probably training spies. Number four, SLA is important for the economy. More and more jobs are requiring proficiency in another language. And in many fields, learning a second language can actually make you a more competitive candidate. Number five, so there are so many real-world applications of SLA, many more than we can really touch on in one episode, but I would say that perhaps the most important application of SLA is its role in cross-cultural understanding. SLA research actually shows that learning new languages makes us more open to other cultures and broadens our worldview. Sign me up. Over the past few decades, SLA research has attempted to answer a huge variety of questions, and some of these you may have even been wondering yourself. Does age affect language learning? Are some languages harder to learn than others? Why is it so hard to lose your foreign language accent? How does speaking a second language affect your identity? How does the brain process second languages? And even does learning a second language improve your tolerance of other cultures? And there are many, many more questions, but there's still a lot we don't know about language learning and SLA researchers are still hard at work trying to give us some answers. All right, everyone. Well, this brings us to the end of our episode. But before we wrap up, let's review what we've learned. We answer two big questions. What is second language acquisition and why does it matter? We learned that second language acquisition or SLA is a subfield of linguistics that focuses on the learning and teaching of second languages, which are languages learned after your first language beyond the first few years of life. And it matters because it's relevant to so many areas of our everyday lives. 
I hope this episode got you excited to learn more about the world of SLA. In other episodes of this series, I'll walk you through the science behind second language learning and tell you about what SLA researchers have discovered and what some of the open questions are that remain. If you liked this episode and you want to stay tuned for more episodes about the science behind language learning, make sure you subscribe to the Adventures in Language podcast. Be sure to check out the description for this episode for some free materials on what SLA is and why it matters. Thanks for listening. Aloha. Au revoir et à bientôt.